service. What exactly does that mean? Service. Keep listening for more information on being of service to others and being a servant leader. Welcome to the Fierce Entrepreneurs Podcast. Are you a business owner looking for inspiration and ideas on how to grow your business and becoming a better business owner? You're in the right place. Welcome. And now your hostess, Lynette Embry. Welcome back to the third in this series on the Castle Principles. Today's episode is about service. So what does service mean in terms of being a leader? The first thing that comes to my mind is being a servant leader. Now, many of us have heard this phrase before. However, I wonder if any of us have really stopped to think about what being a servant leader means. So I did a quick search on the internet about servant leadership and I found this from Wikipedia. Servant leadership is a leadership philosophy in which the goal of the leader is to serve. Okay, that's a little redundant. So what does this mean? This is different from traditional leadership where the leader's main focus is the thriving of their company or organization. A servant leader shares power, puts the needs of the employees first, and helps people develop and perform as highly as possible. Servant leadership inverts the norm. So instead of the people working to serve the leader, the leader exists to serve the people. Now, this is all stated by the founder, Robert K. Greenleaf. And this is what he says. Do those served grow as persons? Do they, while being served, become healthier, wiser, freer, more autonomous, more likely themselves to become servant leaders? When leaders shift their mindset and they serve first, they benefit as well as their employees in that their employees acquire personal growth while the organization grows as well due to the employee's growing commitment and engagement. Did you get all that? So here's what that means. When we encourage others to grow personally, we actually help the organization to grow as well because our employees are growing themselves. So somewhat by default, the organization grows too. There are many organizations that are starting to adopt this leadership style. So my question to you is, where are you seeing this in your company or organization? Now, similar to servant leadership having an effect on employees' stress levels, it also affects them emotionally as well. According to previous research, servant leadership seems to have an effect on the emotional health of the employees because the servant leader's reliance on one-on-one communication to understand the abilities, needs, desires, goals, and potential of those individuals actually aids in the employee's ability to express themselves in the workplace. Now again, I'm reading from Wikipedia here, so let me rephrase that for you. When we are working with employees, and they have the ability to communicate and express themselves, everyone benefits. 
That's what that says. So let's talk about organizations that don't practice servant leadership. These organizations may actually discourage employees from expressing their feelings in the workplace. But servant leaders encourage this expression to prevent any conflict in the workplace. In other words, servant leaders make a safe emotional work environment for employees by making acceptance a major goal. Acceptance in this case is the leader being okay with having different personalities, personal views, and values as their employees and understanding that their employees aren't perfect. They also create a psychological ethical climate. And by doing this, servant leaders create a safe space where employees are able to be themselves and express how they are feeling, knowing that they can trust their leader to be non-judgmental. And lastly, servant leaders are able to manage the behaviors of their employees by being forgiving. Some employees may have personalities and or characteristics that may lead them to doing or saying things that their leader thinks is unacceptable. However, servant leaders begin forgiving and more importantly, understanding their employees are able to learn from their mistakes and hence their personal growth has changed the behavior within the organization. So think about some examples in this business community of leadership. Do you see the leaders at the top of the organization leading by fear and intimidation? Or do you see them being a servant leader where they are helping others learn, grow, and being non-judgmental? With whom would you rather work? Personally, I'd rather work with the person who encourages me to learn and grow and to make mistakes rather than the person who berates me because I didn't do exactly what they wanted done, although I got the same result that they wanted. As I've studied these castle principles, I find myself questioning if I'm doing these things or am I doing the opposite. I would like to think that I have encouraged those with whom I work to express how they are feeling and what thoughts they have because I know that my ideas aren't always correct. These castle principles are very well thought out and Dr. Secretan has lived his life by these principles. I watch him during some of our Zoom meetings and I love how he asks participants to rephrase statements or questions in the positive if they are less than positive when they are initially asked. My coaching clients will tell you that I will ask them to reframe a question or a statement in the positive, and then after they've done so, we discuss it more. So why do I do this, or why does Dr. Secretan do this? Because wouldn't you rather focus on the positive than the negative? There's so much negativity around us every single day. Who needs more of that? What in the world, what the world needs is more positivity and love. Ah, not to worry, we will be discussing love in an upcoming episode. For today, though, 
I want you to think about how you work with your employees and are you being a servant leader? And if not, what can you do to change that? Because remember that followers love servant leaders. As a reminder, I would ask that you take the Castle Principles Assessment on Dr. Secretan's website. That is www.secretan.com. There is no charge to take this assessment, so please do so and then send me a quick note with your results and where you thought you might end up. My email address is contact at fierceentrepreneurs.com. That's in the podcast notes too. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're thinking as you listen to these podcasts. Are you hearing some things that you've always wanted to talk more about? Are you thinking about where you work and your boss or an organization in which you are involved? How are they living these castle principles? Do you want to learn more about these principles? I'm here for you, so please do drop me a note and let me know your thoughts. We always like to thank our wonderful sponsor, Rick Hours of RCO Productions. I do all the talking. Rick just makes me sound great. Seriously, if you need some audio and or video productions done, Rick is your person. You can find him at rick at rcoproductions.com. Let him know that you heard about him on the Fierce Entrepreneurs podcast so he'll know where you got his contact information. And remember that our next three episodes will continue the Castle Principles and we'll be discussing truth, love, and effectiveness. So join us for these three episodes. Until next time, remember to be your own true, genuine, authentic servant leader self. There's no one else like you, so just be you. Thanks for listening and keep dreaming because dreams do come true. Fierce Entrepreneurs is produced by RCO Productions. For more information on audio and video projects, including professionally produced podcasts, visit the RCO Productions website at www.rcoproductions.com or email info at rcoproductions.com.